Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Great to have your company on Sports Day. Get behind the Perth Wildcats this season. Head to ticketech.com.au. Now, speaking of the Wildcats, Ben Malice follows everything basketball for what it's worth. NBA journalist and, of course, he's right across the NBL. Good evening, Ben. Thanks for joining us tonight. Lads, great to be with you both. Let's uh, kick it off um, and start with the Wildcats, given uh, this segment is uh, heavily associated with it. They had a very promising start to their season against the Brisbane Bullets, albeit they started slowly. But this side looks like... Uh, they're destined to return to the finals, albeit after one game. Yeah, correct. It was a slow start on Sunday afternoon, and I was in the arena, and when they got jumped, I think it was 11-2, to two, there were big-time flashbacks to how last season ended. But they steadied the ship, thanks in big part to Bryce Cotton doing his thing and getting the offense going. And then once the second quarter hit and the game got going, that proved to be way too strong for a bullet side. So... It was a great showing in the end. Offensively, some great performances. The highest this number is something that I know the new head coach is very keen on. And importantly, their defense really locked down. So a great start to the season last Sunday. And with another home game this week against a team that should be middling in Illawarra, it's a great chance for them to get on a 2-0 start and really get into their season. How did you see the newer players that have joined the Perth Wildcats? I know uh, some of the fans were a little bit, um, not upset, but expecting a little bit more from uh, Brady Manning. I know it's his first game. He's only come out of college. But how did you see the imports in their first uh, game for the Wildcats? Yeah, they did really well. Brady obviously didn't have the best game in terms of statistical output, but I think everyone needs to remember that he's come straight out of college, living in the heartlands of North America, and he's moved himself halfway around the world post-COVID. And I was actually speaking with John Riley yesterday and he was saying that Brady hasn't seen his family in three months. So things like that, a lot of us on the outside can sometimes take for granted. So Brady definitely deserves a couple more games. And while it wasn't his best showing, his shooting touch wasn't there, but we could see the respect the opposition defence was giving him on how they were defending the Wildcats and really making sure he didn't have any shooting lanes. So I expect Brady to get better as the season goes along. Sean Thomas played a really good game. The thing that was really impressive about him was his passing. Yeah, he's got 12 points, and yes, he made some good plays in conjunction with Bryce Cotton, but the way he especially passed the ball is promising. And I think even looking at Luke Travers, I know he's not in port, but it's his second year back now and first time following getting selected in the NBA. And again, his passing was really on show. So It wasn't anything groundbreaking in terms of scoring the ball from the new guys over the weekend, but the assist total, as I say, was 24, and they were really passing and moving the ball well. And that is, in large part, thanks to the talent that's been imported into the team this season. Would you say that you've seen uh, John Reilly's imprint on the team more on the defensive side or more on the offensive side so far? 
I think he's been preaching defense, hasn't he, the last six weeks. And that's something that through all the podcasts and all the interviews he's been giving, he's really been talking about defense, getting physical. And again, he mentioned this on Sunday and really trying to slow down the opposition. Now, when you hold your opponents to 73 points and force them into a ton of turnovers, which is what happened on the weekend, that is great proof for really the head coach and it's great positive reinforcement to the troops. So, that's, again, something to watch this weekend. Can they keep a very high-octane Illawarra offence under check and hopefully keep them around the 80-point mark? Because if they can, then the Wildcats offence led by Bryce Cotton would definitely be clearing that mark. So defensively is the biggest thing we've seen so far. And while it's only been one game, there are definitely positive signs for the Wildcats so far. Can you see Travers getting a spot in the starting five? Uh, I was talking to a couple of people who were maybe expecting him to start there after you know being drafted into the NBA, but uh, is it just a holding pattern at the moment, or are you quite happy with the uh, starting five the Wildcats have uh, started off with? Yeah, again, the head coach joked after the game on Sunday that he flipped a coin and decided whether Travers <laughs> was going to come off the bench or start the game. And I expect as long as the team keeps winning, it's not going to be a discussion as to whether he starts or not. And personally, I like bringing Travers off the bench because you're bringing in someone that can average a high assist total. He can get the ball in transition and start offense. And his defense is steadily improving. Bringing a starting caliber player off the bench is a weapon for the Wildcats. And if we skip ahead three or four months to later in the season, if you've got Luke Travers in the discussion for sixth man of the year, that bodes well for the team because there's not many outfits in the NBL that can bring an NBA-caliber player off the bench. So I like the idea of keeping him in reserve and continuing with that. Again, if a losing streak arrives or even if we get into the playoffs or a certain matchup, there's definitely reasons and valid reasons for switching it up. But getting going with Travers off the bench, I personally like it, and I think it's a good look for the team. Speaking with Ben Malice, NBA journalist, and a bit of NBL talk there. But let's uh, focus in on the NBA season, which is almost upon us. And Ben Simmons, uh, an outing for the Brooklyn Nets uh, against the Philadelphia 76ers, quite coincidentally. Uh, I think it's 19 minutes, and I suppose in many ways there's a big watch on what he does between now and uh, the early part of the season to see whether he can have an impact. Correct. It's all about watching, isn't it? And some good and some bad came of that game earlier this week. The good was that Ben was on a basketball court. He was playing in an NBA arena. And yes, it was the preseason, but he was at least getting out there. He looks fit and healthy. The back looks 100%. And he was able to hit the court with Kyrie Irving, with Patty Mills, with Kevin Durant. And that team needs a lot of playing time because there's been so many moving parts in Brooklyn even predating Ben's arrival. And if the Nets want to seriously compete this year, the first thing they need to do is gain cohesion and figure out how to play with each other and figure out what lineups work. So the positive odyssey was out there. And again, high assist total for Ben in his brief minutes. And there were flashes of what Brooklyn hope he can do. And that's initiating offense, playing great defense and being the glue that connects a lot of players on that team that have been selfishly going for their own stats and numbers over the past 24 months. So that's the good. The negative is that the jump shot looks like it hasn't improved at all since we last saw Ben. So, again, that's one thing to watch. He deserves the benefit of the doubt and a little bit more time there. But he just needs to get out on the court and prove that he belongs first and foremost, which he always has. But when you disappear for 18 months, you do need to remind the NBA world of what you can do. And then once he gets into the season, 
give him a couple of months, then it's fair to ask whether his game has improved like it needs it to. But again, we just need to see him out in the court, and this week was a first step. The Adelaide 36ers, 10-point winners over the Phoenix Suns. The commentary, uh, a little bit different on uh, the two uh, in the two different countries, uh, USA and also Australia. Australia seemingly seeming like the Adelaide 36ers might be the best Australian basketball team ever put together. But what's the takeaway uh, from it all, Ben, overall? Uh, again, uh, my biggest takeaway is obviously it's amazing to see the 36ers go over there and beat a Phoenix Sun side, which admittedly it was their first game of the preseason. They were taking the you-know-what for half of that game, Phoenix, <laughs> and weren't trying their hardest. But again, that doesn't take anything away from an Adelaide team that hopped on a plane, flew 20 hours across the world and bombed away from three and impressively shot Phoenix out of the game. And that has been outstanding. I think for Adelaide, though, the ironic part of this is it's put their players on the NBA radar even more. So we've seen over the past 48 hours that NBA scouts and We've seen a lot more attention placed on a few 36 players. So in some ways, it would be a shame for them if one of their players got poached over the next week and got themselves an NBA contract. So I think it proves again that the NBL is on the right track. We know all of those cliche things. But to finally see a 36 team and an NBL team go over there and win was a cool moment for the sport. And like you say, I'm sure one day we'll be seeing TV shows or movies or podcasts done about that game and those players definitely have a story that will last them throughout the rest of their lives. And their grandchildren will know all about it. Uh, thanks so much, Ben, for updating us on the NBL, the NBA. Always appreciate your work. And, of course, we can hear you on a, a new podcast on Backchat with Will Schofield and the team in Backchat. So thanks for being part of Sports Day on this Thursday night. Anytime, lads. Have a great day. There it is. Ben Malice, NBA journalist. Of course, the Hawks take on the Wildcats Saturday, 5 p.m. tip-off at... RAC Arena. That segment thanks to Kia, Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.